The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs in the past, present, and future. This is episode 12. I'm Scott. I'm Rich. And I'm Jay. Today we've got two topics. First, we'll be taking a look back at the resolutions we all made at the beginning of the year on episode 80 of the Golden Years. Then we're going to discuss our thoughts and feelings on the Final Fantasy VII Remake now that we're all a little further up in the game. So look forward to that. But first, let's catch up. Why don't you go first today, Jay? What you been up to? Oh, you know, um, nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I played played Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, a little tiny bit, mostly yesterday. Um, that's one of those games where by the time I'm able to get to playing it, it's like 9 p.m., by the time I get the kid in bed and, mm-hmm. you know, dinner and maybe a workout if I'm really feeling it. Yeah. Um, and if I start playing it, I'm not going to go to bed until midnight or one o'clock. And that's not really okay during the work week. Mm-hmm. So I just haven't played it. Uh, instead, I've played a lot, quite a bit of Tales of Vesperia because that's a game that I've been able to play for like an hour and then and then go to bed. Um, still very very good i am currently going to rank this at the top of my tales games experience so far um the main character his name's yuri and he's just really good really good main character um tales of berseria had kind of a a a bitchy main character that i wasn't the biggest fan of gracie loved her kind of strong female (laughs) but um and then tales of zestria tales of zestiness it the main character guy is too good, you know. He's like, uh, he's very. Uh, it's kind of kind of hard to put into words, but he, he's very nice. Uh, always rides like the good line of the the moral fence. Yeah, very very much the opposite of the Tales of Berseria right character. Well, usually when I hear people talk about the Tales games, the ones I always hear really good things about are either Vesperia or Symphonia. Yeah, Vesperia, the main character, he's like very much in the gray whenever it comes to um, to what he thinks is right and wrong. It's not, it's not like all, you know, he understands that just because something's good for one person isn't good for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so while he's a really, really good person and he's he's there for the people that he cares about he's not he's not like uh gung-ho about 
doing the lawful right thing. That's always good. Um, yeah, which kind of mirrors a, a, a separate character that's in the game that kind of plays his, um, I don't know, friend rival. Yeah. Um, while that person is like, we have to do this by the law. You got to, you know, uh, uphold the holy night standards and the uh, main character you play as yuri he's just like no i'm like that's not you guys suck everybody kind of sucks <laughs> um but yeah I've, I've had a really good time with that the combat's really really top notch too um and i also played jackbox uh party pack three and four game of the day my work yeah my work has actually been doing happy hours where our team gets together and, and plays Jack uh, Jackbox cool. Party. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I would we, never we can't do that with my work coworkers. We we can't get too uh, too into it if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, still still a company thing. We're using like the company Zoom line and stuff, so we can't use the word penis for everything. <laughs> right. Still good. Um, uh, with the seven remake, uh, I, I get what you're saying because like even the shorter chapters take, you know, a couple hours to get through in my experience so far. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also right at the beginning of, um, wall market mm-hmm. and oh, that's a long one. yeah, I'm like, I'm going to need, like, I'm going to need a while to, to just play this in one sitting. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't want to like just sit there and stop. Right. Uh, Cause I, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about that. But. We'll get there. Yep, I also started and finished a pretty good anime called uh, Sirius the Jaeger. It's on Netflix. It's a, I think it's 16 episodes. Uh, it's a cool little twist on the vampire, werewolf, Frankenstein kind of dealio. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, it's not cringy. It's pretty serious, but still has some very uh, good lighthearted moments. Never heard so of I would it. So rec- I would recommend that for anybody who is not super into anime but can can handle uh some anime is it anything like the castlevania uh, anime or have you watched that um i haven't watched that i i'd say it's probably less dark than that but still probably in the same general area um yeah it's it's really good you guys should give it a shot whenever you need a random tv show to binge and that it was a good one because i felt like i could watch one episode and then take a break and go back and, and finish it, yeah. which is always nice. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yep. That's it for me. How about you, Scott? Um, so typical ring fit adventure. I unlocked the ability to fly in that game. Um, you do it by pressing the ring into your stomach. Like you're flapping your wings. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, but it's also hard. Um, <laughs> uh, I also played Jackbox party pack three with a bunch of friends that got, uh, very debaucherous quickly <laughs> um that was fun other than that just lots of animal crossing we upgraded our house we have two floors now <laughs> i created a water feature <laughs> at the pond there's like a zen statue and uh a waterfall that goes down into the pond uh, that was fun can you, can you just sit there and like rake the rocks in the sand <laughs> yeah you can uh once you unlock it you could get the ability to like create uh water or cliffs like anywhere you want do your own landscaping which That's i think is cool. a new i think it's a new feature to this game or this version of animal crossing um and then i've been other than that we've been focused mainly on the seven remake we were trying to get it done in time to where we could uh 
record the review today, but that was a pipe dream because we're pretty far into it, but there were, I don't think there's any way we could have finished it unless we had like taken a day off from work or something. What uh, are you on like chapter 13, 14? Um, so I've gotten past the, the pillar, the plate fall, and there's another chapter after that, that is basically brand new from the OG. We finished that, and now we're in like the final side quest chapter before you go to the Shinra building. So I think like 14 or 15 or something like that. I don't remember which one it is that you actually go to the building. But um, yeah, we'll talk about more of that later. Um, that's basically it for me. How about you, uh, Richie Rich? All right, so I have just mainly played Final Fantasy VII Remake. And if Scott wants to get his little drop ready, I finished it. Oh, shit. I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I finished it. I actually said if you finished it or not. Oh, yeah, I did. I finished <laughs> it on Wednesday, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. You were plowing. And my total time was 37 hours. Man, mine's probably going to be more than that because I think I'm already at like 31 or 32. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I've been taking my time more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I've done all the side quests. I've done like everything I can. Yeah. Uh, the next thing would be to go to hard mode. And I tried hard mode uh, for the first chapter. And that's a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> a little rough. Um, yeah. You I was can't thinking use about items. Platinum. You can't use items? Fuck. No. <laughs> I was thinking about trying to platinum, but one of the trophies is beat it on hard mode. And I'm, I don't know if I'm down for that or not. Yeah. You have to, uh, you have to beat on hard. You have to. Being on hard mode, you can't use items. You you can use the cure spells and things like that, but that's it. You can't yep. use any anything like that. Uh, so since I beat it, I got the itch to play Crisis Core. Have you started that? Yep, I did. I started that like yesterday or the day before, just a little bit. Fired up the old PSP. Yeah. Started playing that a little bit, and then that's about it. Nothing, I, you know, with my time barely consumed and in, into that. Um, how far are you in Crisis Core? Oh, I just I just started. I think oh, okay. I got to Wutai. Hmm. Actually, if you actually finished that all the way through, we could do a review on that because we've all played Crisis Core. So, yeah. Uh, I just I think it's it's good. Um, I have so many things to discuss yeah. about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, Scott knows this, mm -hmm. or uh, Jay knows this. So, um, some things. I'm just waiting to see your reactions to some we'll stuff. There. Wait, did you guys actually do the live like post call? Not yet. Okay, we haven't done that yet. We, our schedules can't line up apparently this week because yeah. work has been kind of a fun time. Um, so it's I I've been putting off talking about this. Like I haven't mentioned anything to Twitter. I haven't done nothing. I just been I've been silent. I'm scared, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, it is. I I personally like what they're doing. I liked it. So. There's some people that don't, obviously, that are just like, Brr, yeah, this is supposed to be a one-for-one -one remake. So, those guys. <laughs> all right. But that's it. That's all I've done. That's all you've been playing? Yep. All right, then. Let's move on. Okay. So, before we launch into our topics and such and news and all that, uh, we want to talk about the Patreon a little bit first, as we usually do. Um, we got some great benefits out there, uh, including early episode access we always get it out at least a day early sometimes too if we're feeling you know like spring chickens that week um the episodes are all ad free we've been trying to participate or do live video versions i haven't talked to you guys about this but zoom is being ornery again this week so 
I think I'm going to actually have to like go and like email support or something. But sounds terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but we're paying for it, so damn it, work. I know it's a hard times for the, the Zoom. Actually, Zoom stock is probably incredible right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I would love to talk about Zoom more, but that probably <laughs> that's yeah. so uh, irrelevant. Right. <laughs> um, we got the aftercast, which are bonus episodes. We actually recorded one last week, all about coronavirus and how it's affecting our lives and how it's affecting. Uh, you know, uh, the video game industry and all that. Um, it hasn't gone live yet because we have another feature we want to put out there first. I'll talk about that in a minute. And um, we also do extra reviews. Um, what kind of reviews we got out there, Rich? Well, we are going to start working on the RE3 remake at some point um, this week. Um, we also do have the Captain Toad review. I think that's done already, isn't it? We recorded it, oh. but I haven't edited it yet. Okay, so, so that one's in... Yeah, that one's in the pipe ready to go. So um, any non-RPGs that we end up eating, we're going to put that through as the after, or excuse me, the um, the non-RPG reviews that are just out there for our Patreons. Yep. And we have a surprise feature this week. Bill actually went on a, a video game co- podcast called HG101, which stands for Hardcore Gaming 101. And from what I understand, these guys basically uh, go out there and their goal is to review every video game and they release episodes all the time yeah <laughs> just all, every video game yeah apparently that's what bill told me anyway but uh, they're they've actually got a decent following i think they're a pretty sizable podcast well yeah anyway. every video game that's everybody who's ever played video games yeah right <laughs> it's a little intense yeah i don't, oh, know I don't how, think so i'd like to know how far into their overall progress they are and and how like, long did they start it. did they start with pong or are they just going at hey let's just pick I looked at their feed and it seemed to be like a totally random order. I could be wrong about that. But yeah. uh, anyway, Bill went on there to do to participate in a review of Final Fantasy 2. And so uh, that was a Patreon bonus for HG101. And they agreed to let us post that as well. So I'm going to be throwing that up there today, probably. Um, so look forward to that. Um, and then I guess that's basically it there's lots of benefits uh disa got her gift card uh this week that she won in the monthly rifle just go out there and check it out it's all at patreon.com slash rpg after years and then what else is going on with the podcast rich so we do have the materia lockdown has started that's at materialockdown.com so uh, definitely that is a very intense version of final fantasy 7 where certain materia is locked down per character. You have to roll that little dice there. All the instructions are located on materialockdown.com. That goes on until the end of May. July, May? I think sure. Bill told me, said like June 2nd or something. Okay, perfect. So there's that. Um, in the spirit of Final Fantasy and the uh, charity events that we are running with this, please definitely go take a look at the materialockdown.com website. Yep, it's for a good cause. And now that everybody is finishing the seven remake maybe you want to go back and re-experience where it all started maybe for the first time for some people maybe and that's all we got for uh, our catch up there okay so we are on to the news which i have the drop ready this time maybe hear ye hear ye gather round for all your news 
stop your clutter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. What's first? All right. So you could tell that news was kind of light this week because this made its way to the top of our list. Uh, did you guys know that apparently Pokemon Pink was once a thing? I was like, the fuck when I saw that? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what system? Uh, so so doing some data mining and, and basically looking at 25-year-old, like, OG assembly code, they found some comments. Get a hobby. In the, yeah, in the code <laughs> saying that uh, there was at once a yellow package and a pink package. And uh, it was basically just setting like zero for pink, one for yellow. Uh, and then there were some more variables within the, the scripting that's, you know, like yellow version, pink version. Uh, and so a lot of people are speculating that at one point in time, they had been planning to do a pink version sitting next to yellow version. Um, so in case you guys didn't know, Clefairy was initially going to be the Pokemon mascot. Um, however, Pikachu's popularity is like skyrocketed. Uh, I'm not sure if it skyrocketed because of the show or if it skyrocketed just because of Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh, but yeah, Clefairy was supposed to be the original um, and it just didn't work out. So a lot of people are speculating that there's supposed to be a Pokemon Pink where instead of Pikachu as your uh, hard-headed no Pokeball partner, you'd have a Clefairy. That sounds absolutely awful to me because Clefairy sucks. Um, but yeah, yeah cool bet, little uh, cool little speculation. Through with that, that Pokemon would not be anywhere near as big as it is today. Yeah, I I am very very curious how that would have like changed the future of Pokemon. Because it's not like they would have done pink instead of yellow. It would have been like a, a dual release, pink and yellow. Yeah. And so, that would have set a bad yeah. precedent too, because like yellow is already the third version of the same game. I mean, there yeah. are a lot of differences, but not that many. <laughs> and uh, yep. so then that would have been like two versions of an enhanced version of a game that already <laughs> has two versions. And then maybe they would have kept that up for like every generation. And that would have just been crazy. Yeah, that would have been that would have been weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, all I got to say about that. You you did? Yeah, I don't have <laughs> anything else to add. All right. Uh, so just a few days ago, they leaked somebody leaked a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Xbox One controller, and then like a day or two later, the whole like Xbox there's like a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Xbox One edition just in general. Um, isn't Xbox One about to just go down the toilet because of the new consoles coming out? I, you would think so. The Series X, I think it's supposed to be due this year. We'll see what happens with the Corona. But I, I mean, I think these things actually look pretty sick. I, uh, I'm mean, not in the market for an Xbox One anytime soon. But uh, if you're looking out for one and you're into Cyberpunk, check it out. I think it's it looks pretty cool. Um, so yeah, uh, that's it for uh, for that. I don't know if it comes with anything else special Do or not. Does Sony ever release? Oh yeah, God of War had its own PlayStation. Yeah, they don't do it very often, but yeah, they do. Yeah, Corey yeah. wants another Switch, and but I want to wait until there's like some kind of special edition that we really like. Just get him a Switch Lite and say I'm say screw you, I'm <laughs> keeping the TV. Yeah, <laughs> he. Uh, I'm I'm hoping there's one for uh, Breath of the Wild too, but we shall see. All right, so 
that's all the news articles we have, but let's talk about the RPGs released this week. Uh, 415, Fantasy Star 2 Online was released on Xbox One. And Vampires, The Masquerade, Cortices of New York, Xbox One. Cortices. Coteries? 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 I, don't even I can't what, read. I don't even know what a coterie is. but <laughs> um, It's for Xbox, so it probably just sucks. <laughs> Let's just be real. Probably. Xbox no doesn't really do anything. Uh, well, I have lots of comments, but I'm not going to make them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then RPGs upcoming this week, uh, Friday, the day after this comes out, should be the Trials of Mana remake on what? Windows, Switch, and PS4. I want that one, but I'm, I'm not going to buy it for a while. I've heard mixed things, like on just in the reviews of it, but it looks like a decent remake just from afar. Um, the same day, XCOM Chimera Squad comes out on Windows. Never played an XCOM, but I bet Corey would like it. Um. We played that Mario versus or uh, Mario plus Rabbids game that's supposed to be like an XCOM knockoff, and he loved that one. That was really good. So, it, is XCOM an RPG? It's like a real time strategy, sort of like tactics, but with the guns. From what I've seen, oh, um, it's so not an RPG. Depends on what you consider an RPG. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't even know if I consider this Final Fantasy VII remake an RPG. But... Yeah. Well, we could talk about that. Um, and then Tuesday on the 28th, we've got Deer Gears Tactics on Windows, which, how old is Gears Tactics? I Gears of War? Just the Tactics game. Is that new? Or is That's this new. Like a, That's okay. new. For some reason, I thought it came out like a year or two no. ago. No, I don't think so. And then we also have got a couple more games that I've never heard of personally. We've got Sakura Wars, the Western release on PS4. And Snow Runner on the is it Sakura or Sakura? No clue. <laughs> I've heard it uh, pronounced different ways. So, but yeah, that's uh, it for the RPGs coming out. Let's take a quick break before we get to our, our main discussions. Multiple. Do you like video games? Ever thought about making a video game? Do you find that a week or two weeks is kind of short for a game jam? Well, have I got the game jam for you. Would the weekend make this work? Probably game jam. The jam runs from April 20th to June 9th to provide a nice amount of time for you to make something cool. And the theme is, if you can smell their fat, you're not far enough apart. Shout out to the Lebanon Main Fire Department for this meme. Check out the link in the description for more information and to figure out how to join and submit. Have fun! Okay, we're back. So we'll get to the first of our two main discussions. Um, now that we're farther along in the game, we're going to be talking about more of our thoughts and feelings on the Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, 
we kind of alluded to it earlier in the episode so far. Uh, just this will be a spoiler-free discussion. So anything Rich, that happens, spoiler-free. Be... <laughs> I gotta, I gotta control myself. Anything that happens uh, in the OG is free game. Like saying the Sector Seven plate falls. I don't. That's fine to talk about. I think. But anything that's new, we should try to keep uh, hold it back. <laughs> if we uh, if we accidentally say anything that's a spoiler, uh, we can post edit Titus laughing uh over the spoiler <laughs> yeah Ooh. um so i think you know maybe up to the up to uh wall market will be like a fine place to i still want to keep like kind of spoiler free but just like we can talk about that area more in general um and then we can share our thoughts on other parts of the game but we should be like very vague and you know spoiler free so we i think we've already said in the episode but where is everybody in the game now so I am right towards the beginning. Like I literally have spent probably 10 minutes inside of a uh, wall market. Oh, so we chose like the perfect cutoff point. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Rich, you said you already beat it, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, I am in, I forget the chapter number, but it's the last side quest chapter before you go to the Shinra building. So I uh, haven't gotten that far yet, but I expect to beat it in the next few days hopefully depending on how long the shinra building is um so rich you finished it without you know talking about the ending or anything what were your overall thoughts and feelings non-spoiler some some things happened which led to some things and then more things happened and then i had a few (gasps) moments and then that's things led to that and that's there you go that's very vague vague for me (laughs) (laughs) he shares in my excitement at least i do it's just okay do not, I want everybody to understand this, do not go into this whole game when you, if you start at the very beginning, do not go into it thinking it's going to be one for one remake. For the love of God, it is It's not. Um, it's something totally different. But when you see what they did with it, it will blow your mind. Yeah, I've seen, luckily I haven't been spoiled yet, but I have seen a lot of people either, I've seen some people say it ruined the game for them. So, well, that that's fine that's their opinion they can they can think that and, and everything else this is something new the developers said this is not a one for one remake this is a retelling yeah. of it so yeah they they legitimately did say guys don't don't expect this like expect new things yeah yeah they they said that but also it's nermura come on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true um well and there's a lot of people pointed out that nomura did not create the story for this though he didn't. That's true. No, he he helped direct it, but he didn't make the story. So, well, uh, for for the original, you mean he did do the remake story more or less? I don't know. I don't think he did. Anyways, um, so I mean, but, did you like the game overall? Like, yes, I did. I loved it. Um, there are some features in there that I, that do bug me. Um, obviously, some of the um, I guess transitions between some communication, some talking with some characters. Um, that gives some delay. Um, I do love the fact that X button is not for everything. <laughs> you're not like trying to talk to somebody and you're just jumping around like an yeah, idiot. Like a jackass. <laughs> so yeah, there's none of that. Um, some of the fights can be a little rough and the summons were really good. I enjoyed them. Okay. So uh, talking about the fights being rough, there was has been one 
boss in particular that he's given me gave me a lot of trouble. Um, Which one was that? The ghost boss in the train graveyard. Oh. Yeah. I, I just had a hard time with the the ghosts. Just the big of, one, like in the um, what was it the the big control room? Yeah, that's that big the guy? boss I'm okay. referring to. But I even had problems with the regular like. Uh, fodder uh, ghosts just because of their you, mechanic of switching between their physical and magic immunity do you want to know a secret what's the secret you can beat him using cure items what <laughs> he's dead that makes you sense. can damage him using cure wow. Stuff this, like <laughs> this is totally like a uh callback to uh one of the other final fantasy games what is oh. it oh i think there's a couple of them where it's like a really really hard battle but you can just destroy them if you use like a yeah. healing items. There's a useful there tip for you, Jay. That thought never even occurred to me to try that. Well, <laughs> here's here's how I figured it out. Was I was curing I think either Cloud or Tifa, and all of a sudden, uh, the ghost, the the boss's name pops up in that list of characters you can click. I'm like, that never shows up. So I just threw something on him, and he's like, ah, oh, damage. I'm like, oh, man. I do oh. remember thinking, why would I want to cure it? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I guess it didn't register that it normally doesn't show the end well, of the game. There's several bosses in the Final Fantasy series. There's one in seven. It's in Cosmo Canyon. It's a dead creature. If you throw a Phoenix down on it, you kill it. Um, and then also, yeah, that's eight, the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. In eight, on the the train, when you fight the imposter president, you can once you you know pull whatever you need to off of him through draw, you could just chuck a phoenix down at him a couple times and then he dies. I think that's there's at least one boss up to like ten in every Final Fantasy that that's that's a gimmick that you can do. <laughs> yep. So just so you know, everybody out there, if you are curing your characters and also that boss pops up on there, you could probably damage it doing that. Yeah. So, so one one go ahead. One quick thing that I'd like to ask your guys' opinion on. Am I the only one who feels like they have really uh, fleshed out the different areas of Midgar, especially the slums? Like, I it it definitely seems more like an actual city. Uh, oh yeah, and I don't know. I I think it's really really awesome, especially Wall Market. Like, it just feels and looks so much cooler and more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it obviously because of the technology is advanced so far for these games. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, it's just a whole different experience. The way, I know they were connected in their OG as well, but the way sectors five through seven are connected, it feel it really does feel like kind of a fleshed out city, kind of. One thing that's kind of been getting on my nerves, though, um, aside from some, I don't necessarily like all the mini games that are kind of strewn about, but I hate whenever like clouds walking somewhere and it's a dead end, but it's something he could totally just jump over. Like, yeah. like we've seen him jump like 20 feet in the air, but you can't climb over this cargo shipment. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't understand this. Just jump over it, dude. Or like there was another area where it's like, oh, you need to move this box. Uh, but the thing that's blocking the way is like a, a like a, a, a tractor looking thing that you could just step up the steps and climb over. I'm like, yeah. does he, what's going on? Yeah, there is a part in the train graveyard where you have to get like to the other side of a, a railway. And looking at it, I'm like, I think I could make that jump. <laughs> if the girls can't do it, just throw them over there. I know you can. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so that, that's that been kind of annoying. Yeah. That's in every game, basically, because you've got, let's look at Resident Evil games. They have to find a certain key to unlock a door, yet you have a giant gun that can mm-hmm. probably just shatter it. It's like, screw your keys. But yeah, same thing. <laughs> I always think about... um 
dirge of Cerberus. Uh, you know, your Vincent's movement in that is like really limited during uh, gameplay, but then you get into the cutscenes and he literally jumps like 50 feet in the air and is like flipping around. It's like, why can't I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of cracking me up. I was like, well, you're making me go through all of this, but you could just, you know, climb. Just climb, Cloud. Yeah. Um, I will say my main complaint that I had from last time it still stands more or less. There's some parts of the game that feel like they were just way too fleshed out. Like I, I did not need it to take me two hours to get across these, what was two screens in the OG. Um, I mentioned the train tunnel last week, the little part between um, sectors uh, five and six, when you're doing like the robot arm puzzle. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what I had just done. I was like, I didn't need three of these mini games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what sucks is I couldn't, that last one, I was like to a point to where I was really tired and I was like, I can't, I'm not using my brain. I don't understand what I need to do. And after like 10 minutes of me just moving stuff around, it was like, try stacking. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. it did that to me too. I was like, wow, thank you. Um, didn't like, know that I could do that. It's like okay. whenever the video game characters start giving you hints after a few minutes, you're like, oh, this is, st- uh, you're an idiot mode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I said we wouldn't really talk about this, but uh, the wall market section in general, uh, you're in for a treat because that part of the game was really good, in my opinion. Cool. I just, the visuals alone have been awesome. And did anybody else just think, Aerith's house like that area around it was just phenomenal it was done really nicely yeah it was beautiful the uh the thing about that though and i thought this was the case even in the og like i know it's the slums but is Aerith's mom like loaded like how did she get this spot to herself <laughs> uh because of Aerith. like yeah. uh like shinra gave it to her yeah doesn't doesn't shinra so this is not a this is te- uh, it's technically a uh, original top concept as well does shinra knows that Aerith is there like they they know that she's just being raised there they're just waiting to use her yeah so i imagine that shinra is like okay this is your stuff this this woman's going to take care of you yeah i guess i'm not sure if that's ever said but i that's my new headcanon <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure it's it's heavily implied because of the way uh reno and baldy mcbald face uh, just kind of yeah rude uh the way they just kind of hang out there or like know where she is and yeah. uh, have like such a close relationship with her i mean they she talks to him like she knows him really well hmm. and so it's it's i feel like it's implied that um shinra is just keeping her there because they don't have a need for her yet that makes sense and there's a throwaway line at some point about how she has to come with them willingly which I don't really understand why, but maybe that'll become clear. Just a random oh. thought. Um, in the OG, there was a scene uh, during Elmira's whole like explanation of Aerith being an ancient um, where it shows Song coming to visit them when Aerith is a little girl. And he's looks he has the same character model in that flashback as he does in the present. That's still the case in the remake. <laughs> and I just find it very awkward because in the OG, it implied that Song like kind of liked Aerith. And I think it implies that in Crisis Core, too. So it's like, that's kind of creepy, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so isn't the, um, aren't the ancients able to lead people to the, um, 
um what the god i literally just had the name of it in promise land the promised land yeah aren't they it's implied isn't that isn't that like the uh the reason she's so valuable is because the promised land is like an area just full of mako that shinra of course wants to like suck it up yeah and they can't really get there unless she willingly takes them there the promised land was really the friends you made along the way (laughs) (laughs) the Uh, ones that didn't die at least right speaking of death um what do you guys think about Aerith in this one? Now that we've had time with her, I like her a lot better. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't annoy me. I always liked Aerith, but she is like kind of awesome, like kind of a badass in this version. <laughs> I really like. Um, oh, I guess that's technically a spoiler. Don't talk about it. But yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, she's just awesome. Just the way she's like very, uh, very opinionated and just does what she wants to do. I, I don't know. I think it's. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And maybe she was like that in the original, but it was it didn't feel as I don't know. Natural. I would say she was like that in the original, but they have like amped it up even more for this version. Um cuz I think because of the other compilation titles in Kingdom Hearts, people see Aerith as like this, you know, sweet, innocent like do-gooder girl, which she wasn't really like that in the OG. She was like kind of sassy and um very forward with cloud um but yeah i'm i'm loving her uh, i kind of hate how she she totally leads cloud on <laughs> yeah um that the the story so far has been excellent i'm enjoying all the additions i think last night you know we did the whole uh plate section as well as the flashbacks to eris past and all that and uh cory cried three or four times i think of course uh we were we were pretty drunk, so. <laughs> so give me your general uh, feelings, a, a one word feeling of how you liked the change in the plate drop. You mean like the actual change, or just how I feel how it was redone? The actual change. Okay, I don't know what you're referring to then. <laughs> oh, he hasn't got he hasn't got there yet. Oh, I've, okay. I, I did the plate drop. Oh, you did? So you've done Wall Market, the whole thing. Yeah. The dance scenes and everything. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Oh, okay. You... Never mind then. You can send me in the Slack and maybe remind me. But uh, in general. No, you, you would I know. I do. I do. You would know. I like the change. <laughs> in general, the uh, the the plate drop, uh, the, that whole segment, it lived up to my expectations. That was my favorite part of the Midgar part of the story in the OG. And they did it perfectly, in my opinion. Did you just blast through the uh, the Sector Five side quest chapter, Jay? Yeah, the uh, I the which one? Um, it's when it's after you get out of the church with Aerith, and then oh yeah, with all the little the kids. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, I was not <laughs> interested in that at all. But you get the nail bat for free if you do that. Is that where not you're interested? <laughs> okay, not interested. It's a cloud line. Yep, <laughs> that could be. I a wish draw. you said it more. Um, I can't wait to hear Let's Mosey one day. <laughs> they they did say that. Oh, does it? Or yeah. does it do that later? No, I heard said it. Oh, okay. Oh, I actually I'm I do remember. Attention. Yeah. What the? Okay. Um, <sighs> what, what there's gonna be there? something you're. I'm just gonna say, Scott, you're gonna be pleasantly surprised with a few things at the end. I promise. I hope so. Like I said, I'm, I think I'm, you will be. I'm scared based on what I have gleaned just from context clues. I've seen people talking about the ending. I just haven't been spoiled on what is actually different. Because I know, I know, Jay and Jay and Bill are 
having bets on us. Yeah. On what we think. So, <laughs> well, I know Corey will probably be down with it just because he doesn't care as much about preserving the sanctity of the OG. <laughs> so, <laughs> what else is there uh, to talk about without spoiling anything? <laughs> I don't think there, I don't think there's much. Okay. We just oh. really, next week, we really need to do this review. Do you guys Ooh. think that we can? You will actually be able to finish it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Me, me too. I'll, Good. Okay. I'll finish it. Alrighty. No doubt. I, I'm pretty sure we should too, especially if we keep up this planet every night thing. The the only reason I didn't really play much yesterday is because I knew we weren't recording it. Right. I could I could probably have it beaten. I don't know. Six hours, I bet. Right. Be interested to see the time that you have on it, Jay, from not doing all the side quests and stuff like that. What the actual straight through shot would be compared to like me and Scott's. I'm gonna bet fifteen or sixteen hours. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like we're, I'm spending that much time on side quests, but I guess it just really all adds up. Well, I'm in chapter 10, um, and I don't think I've even hit the eight-hour mark. Yeah. God. Well, you're on easy mode, aren't you? Uh, for the most of the game, yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought you were playing on normal. No. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would be that much far behind on normal mode either. Yeah, maybe not. Um, the... I do want to re. I'm, I'm liking it enough so far that I do want to like replay it when I finish. It's just the idea of doing it on hard mode. I don't know if I'm up to snuff. <laughs> I'll re. I'll replay on normal and uh, actually do everything. Yeah. Okay, so uh, everybody, look forward to our thoughts on uh, Seven Remake. We'll do part one of the review next week. And so uh, now let's go on to our second part of the main discussion. We're going to be checking in on all of the resolutions that we made uh, s- several episodes ago back before we were, had started the official after years um, on the uh, our resolutions, the resolutions we made so we'll move on now Okay, so luckily when we did the episode, it was episode 80 of the RPG Golden Years, I believe. Um, while we were doing it, I like wrote down what everybody said their resolutions were. <laughs> so I've got them in the dock here for you guys to see. We'll start with you, Rich. Um, your first one was powerlifting. So why don't you update us on that? Um, yeah, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing. Uh, we got to I think a lot of people's resolutions have been thrown off majorly yeah. by this whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. Well, it's funny, like, because, you know, I've already had my competition in January. I did that. But now I, I was supposed to have another competition. I was, I think, like, either this weekend or last weekend or whatever. But, you know, obviously things got canceled. The gyms have been closed for like a month. Um, and I do love how people are like, you can work out from home. I'm like, I can't work out from home. It just doesn't yeah. work for me. I can work out from home. I just choose not to. <laughs> yeah. uh, I need heavy weights. I need big stuff. So I can't do that. Um, 
so unfortunately if you have like 1500 bucks lying around you can you could get something solid yeah which i'm working on i'm saving up for it and everything but it's just not yeah i'm not gonna have that hey Uh, let me give you a piece of advice paypal credit six months no interest at all if you pay it off within the six months i hate credit just saying just saying (laughs) it's magical because that's how i've gotten a large majority of my like above $100 purchases. And yeah, you just, most of the time I just buy it and then I get side money and then I pay it off. Um, but of course you can do that with not side money. You can use regular money as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my, my gym stuff, I, I don't know. I probably have like 15, $1,600 of gym stuff in the basement. Just bought it off of PayPal credit and took like four or five months to split it up and, and pay it off in chunks and yeah. didn't have to pay any interest at all. It was just the actual dollar amount that I, I paid the company for. Yeah. Well, which brings me into my next resolution was pay down debt and save money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay's over like spend more, over more credit. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying it works. It's a, yep. it's a good deal. Yep. Uh, been paying down a lot of stuff. A lot of the um, extra money I've been getting for hazard pay. Um, and also um, the stimulus check, things like that. It's been pretty nice to pay things down pretty quick. So I like it. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what kind of debt do you have? I just have my house, car, and some credit cards, and that's it. Okay. I don't have a lot of debt. My wife's yeah. pretty pretty on point with you know keeping things. We got like a billion different accounts for different things. Like we have a lawn account, a carpet account, a Christmas club account, um, my weightlifting <laughs> account. Like it's just and loan account, and then we have our main account and our savings, and it's just like all sorts of stuff. And it works pretty well for us. Um, that's that's how we that's how we do stuff. Um, so you used your stimulus check to just pay stuff off? No, we saved that the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, I, it's extra money. Yeah, sure. I, I saved most of it, but I did, I did, I did put a little bit into uh, into the stock market. I, that's what we're gonna do eventually. We just haven't got to that point yet. Corey just um, threw all of his straight into his student debt. There you go. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since um, there's no interest on it right now. Yeah. They're not even asking for payments. Yeah. So perfect time to um, make a payment. That's right. Now, the last thing I have is finish games faster. Beat one golden year game a month. Um, so you tried no. Alundra and you did beat Grandia too. So yes, you could call I'm that one like, for uh, one for two. Yeah. So it's been, we recorded this at the very beginning of January and it's been uh, three and a half months. So yeah, uh, one for one for two. Um, <laughs> I haven't started the other one yet, oh, man. Some of those RPGs of the golden years are just terrible. Just god awful terrible. But what's that for Grandia too? I forget. A sort of Vermilia? Vermilion? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's supposed to be decent. Yeah, I got it. I gotta load it up on my Switch. I've got it. Um, what's funny is I have beaten a lot of games this year compared to last year already. Um, you know, Grandia 2, um Oh hell, I just totally spaced Final Fantasy Seven remake. Um re3 make re3 i'm like god thank you jay <laughs> i've beaten some games i just can't remember which ones i've, I've done um but yeah i've done those I've done a couple of them so i'm trying and my dog just started barking so for my home gym i have a bench a squat rack i've got um the bowflex select techs which are like adjustable dumbbells and then i got a shit ton of weights for the barbell um at like a local 
uh, mom and pop owned gym that just sells gym equipment for not a bad price. So if you ever do decide you want to try to um, set up a home gym, you could probably, if you are smart about it, get it done like pr- pretty cheap, reasonably yeah. cheap. My brother's doing a gym in his basement. He's making one. So, and he wants to start working out more with me. So he's doing all that extra work and he's building like a dead for deadlift platform and a bunch of other stuff. So I think I'm going to let him take over that. <laughs> and I just go use his gym. So I had gotten all of my, most of my stuff at Titan.fitness. Yep. And, uh, so I have a, a squat rack and it's a, it's a, it's a pretty short power cage. Cause I, my basement doesn't have the tallest ceiling. I could have gotten a bit a taller one, but I decided to, to go on the safe route. Um, and then I have like, I think I can get up to 660 in, uh, with, uh, plates. And then I also have a kind of a makeshift deadlift platform and then a, a pretty sturdy bench. Uh, and then I have a rogue, um, powerlifting bar. I also bought Megan a, a bar, but we, we just don't have the motivation to go actually freaking use it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I really need some dumbbells because right now I'm just doing pretty basic five by five workouts mm-hmm. and I don't know. I'm hmm. bored. <laughs> Just go out to your just go out to your car and start lifting the back end of it. We'll just do some weird CrossFit stuff and, and parkour and you're good. <laughs> parkour. Just parkour. mix it in. Yeah. It's, just mix it in there. It's not CrossFit unless you have people to do it with and to beat. That's true. Well then you and your wife just, just compete against each other. That's not fun. And then also your child. Just do all that. The family <laughs> competing against each other. I'm gonna destroy you. <laughs> so I think that was it for uh your resolutions, Rich. So yeah, I'm I'm not, not that awesome, I guess, compared to your guys' list. I'm looking at. Well, we'll see how we did on them when we get to us. Yeah. So let's do that now. What about you, Jay? All right. So my first resolution was stop b- spending money on frivolous things. Uh, and I specifically pointed out going out to eat, and um, I guess that that monkey, <laughs> what is it, the the monkey Paul. <laughs> Where where you uh, you make a wish to the to the monkey claw and it it grants it but in a really really bad way yeah <laughs> uh, this is your fault so that's essentially what's happening we can't go out to eat really uh, we can order in stuff but that's it's just not as cool yeah um, so we can't go anywhere because of the pandemic and Michigan is is pretty is locked down pretty tight because we are the the third highest death count. Um, and infection count. However, we are far from the third highest uh, state in population. And it's mostly because idiots are out, you know, protesting and touching stuff. But uh, it's not a competition you want to win. No, it's not. But we're winning. Um, so technically, I'm kicking butt there. I am. Uh, and that kind of leads in the whole retire by 40 thing. I am successfully saving uh, quite a bit more money. And, um, I actually cut up one of my credit cards so that I can only use it online or on the stuff that's already, um, automatically coming out of it. So that is, has pretty much put a complete stop to us using that for useless things. Um, wow. That's uh, drastic action. Yeah. We have another, we have a venture card though, that has quite a bit higher, um, quite a bit higher yeah. limit that I had been using for traveling, but we're not traveling and you get, uh, what money back crap. I don't know. 
You said uh, venture card and automatically Samuel Jackson just popped in my head. What's <laughs> in your wallet? Oh God. It's a venture card. That's in my wallet. Um, so I, my investments are actually back in the green, which is pretty cool. I don't have a ton of money uh, in my investment portfolio, but I'm slowly buying more stock that, that pays out in dividends so I can eventually have some cool passive income, um, mostly with like mutual funds and index funds and stuff. But So hopefully that, that will Jay, not if you retire by tank. 40, you were going to be so bored. You already get bored in your, with your spare yeah. time. <laughs> this is true. This is really true. But uh, we, the Gracie would also be a be twenty whenever I'm forty. Mm. So, and I'm not going to have another kid purposefully. Um, so your plan even, is to like, as soon as you get rid of the kid, then you could just take off forever. I'm going to buy a buy a tiny house, pull it around in a truck, and just go wherever the heck I want to go. Be one of those people. Yep. <laughs> um. So. Up next on the list is make work less stressful. Um, so we got over all of our crazy deadlines that we had. And actually, thanks to the pandemic, a lot of our deadlines got pushed back, which gave us more time to complete them uh, without having to set everything on fire. Silver lining. Yep. And I am organizing better. Um, I have been using a, a, a little app called Notion. Um, and it basically is just a kind of a, I don't know, a way to organize lists and, um, like to do lists and boards and stuff like that, hmm. as well as creates, uh, spreadsheets. I don't know. It's just helped. It. It's helped me keep track of like everything that I'm doing per day. So, because since I contract for the federal government, we actually have to keep quite a detailed record of everything that we do per day in case our timesheets get audited. Yeah. Um, which I, do you have to do the same thing, Scott? Yeah. Especially they've like really locked it down since the pandemic started. They're like, yep. don't want people to goof off with that with all the remote work. Yeah. Uh, but using this app, I, I'm so lazy whenever it comes to using to actually entering the timesheets. For the longest time, I would just we we have to enter them in two week time slots, uh, so we don't uh, we don't submit until the end of every until the end of a, a pay period. Mm -hmm. uh, and usually, I would procrastinate, and then like whenever I'm supposed to submit, I'd have to go back and retroactively um, add everything back in. And what I usually had to do was look back in Slack as well as like GitHub and everything else that, that kind of shows Are you me? I, I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that ended up, especially since I'm the um, leading a team right now, a lot of what I do is not necessarily seen through GitHub and stuff like that. So I had to start keeping uh, um, notes on what I was doing. Um, and I have been able to delegate more, uh, which is always good. Um, good. On the list after that was don't get fat. My weight is very stagnant, so I at least don't think I'm getting fatter. That's a good um, thing. Have you gotten after... fatter since the, that episode? No. Congrats. No, nope. <laughs> I am I am pretty much the same. Um, and then actually finish games was on my list. Uh, I specifically pointed out The Witcher Three. I'm not playing The Witcher Three right now, so I'm not on uh, making good progress on that. But I am finishing games kind of you mostly. finished that tales game yeah i finished that tales game i'm making good progress on the other tales games and i will definitely finish the uh seven remake i think maybe the show is helping motivate you in that regard 
Yeah, it totally is. It, like, I actually have to finish these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and lastly, it was get into streaming. Uh, that did not happen and is not going to happen. <laughs> Might as well take it off the list. Yeah. Uh, I, I officially marked that as a failure. Is that a reason? <laughs> is there a reason you decided not to do it? I just don't think it's for me. Yeah, I, that makes sense. The, the more I've sat and, and thought about it, I'm just like, eh, I don't, I don't think I can do it well, and I don't think I have the boobs for it. So, oh well, true. Rich, yeah, you, you maybe sorry. you do. You should try it. I mean, as I puff my chest up right now, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I'm not. And that's really sad to say. Is like a, that whole discussion that. That whole thing Jada said can be brought into a huge topic itself, but I don't yeah. want to get into that. Really <laughs> no, nope. well, sex that sells, way. my friend. It doesn't matter. It, does. it doesn't matter in what what uh, domain you're in. Yeah, I don't want to get us hit with the uh, those streaming girls and whatnot that are like, it's you just say it because it's my blah blah blah. I'm like, well, when you have it out there <laughs> the entire time. Hey, if you've got it, flaunt it. Which is, I mean, that's perfectly fine if you want to do that and you make money off of it that's that's you yeah just i would just call just just call a cup a cup i would that's totally be a cam girl yeah i would too <laughs> um well it sounds like jay other than the streaming like you're on track and doing good on everything else so kudos. yes i totally am <laughs> all right which uh i guess we can move on to me now first thing on my list was get married this year so not to start on a sad note, but we're not sure if we're doing that anymore. <laughs> uh, Corey's that bad, huh? Or is yeah, he just getting tired of you? Uh, both, both, I think. No, um, it's just the Corona thing. Like we were wanting to do a cruise wedding. He really wants to do it in September. We can't even like talk to the cruise people really right now. And it's like we're sort of running out of time. <laughs> they're pretty they're, much out of business. Yeah, they're in trouble right now. Yeah. Uh, we're not taking it off the table of doing it this year, um, but it's just kind of up in the air right now. And right now I'm feeling like maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> but the good thing about that is, good transition point two, um, one of mine was to get in shape and that will give us more time to do that before the wedding. Um, I've been doing pretty good with that in general. Um, I've lost like between five and 10 pounds since we recorded that episode, I think. So that's pretty good. Um, I'm getting really close to what my original um, goal weight was. So I'm happy with that. I just need to lose a little more. Now, <laughs> this next point, uh, I think we can call a failure. Uh, I said I wanted to drink less. Well, <laughs> since the corona happened, um, Basically, Corey and I are stuck in the same house all day long working, and <laughs> it just feels like we should. Enough said, fam. Yeah, we should be drinking. <laughs> it feels wrong not to. Um, the good thing about that is I figured out a way where I could actually eat and drink and still be under on calories. So <laughs> It's called purging. Yes, that's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, that, so that makes Are you it just like, eating rice cakes or something. Um, just like really so tell us your secret, man. You can't just tell us you found a way and not tell us the way. So like if you, you can have like an omelet in the morning and then like have like a very, if you keep it to mostly protein for dinner, then, um, it's pretty easy to stay under, even if you're a heavy drinker, like we are, <laughs> um, of course my limit for the day is, uh, 2000 calories. So your mileage may vary. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
another good thing about potentially not getting married is uh, one of our other resolutions was to move to the beach. Not getting year. married this year. <laughs> right. Or ever. No. Yeah. That's- <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, we were saying that, like, well, if we don't get married, the good thing about that is that'll let us focus more on actually making the move to the beach happen, hopefully. Um, of course, we haven't really done anything yet to make that happen, so we can uh, see it's how kinda it hard. It's yeah. kind of hard for you to really do that. Up in your it's life. A- Especially uh, in the current, like companies aren't really hiring. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't really go check things out. Can't go look at a beach house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we the house next to us has been uh, vacant for like five or six months now, and they're still doing showings of it there. So it's like, yeah, I guess it's probably considered um, whatever, essential. whatever that word. Yeah, essential. I'm really bad <laughs> with words. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so that's, I wanted to change jobs too. And in order to move, that would also happen to have to happen first. Um, it's just really tricky to not get like stuck in the same spot. Um, just because you're, it's just kind of your comfort zone. Like I have a good job, so it's going to be hard to leave that. Corey has a job now and it's harder for people in his field to find jobs in, uh, for us. So hopefully everything works out. But those are were both long-term goals, so I'm not going to call those any of that fails. Um, another of my goals uh, was to grow the podcast. Um, I'm not sure if we could say that we've been successful necessarily, but I wouldn't say we've not been successful. <laughs> um, I'd have to go and look at the analytics, but one thing that sucks is that um, the... People aren't listening to podcasts as much right now um, during the corona pandemic. I guess, you know, most people listen to podcasts while um, c- c- commuting, and there's a lot less of that going on. Yeah, commuting and working, I imagine, mm-hmm. is when people, especially people who have, like, desk jobs. Um, yeah. And, yeah, if you're at home, I mean, you have the TV. If you're not working, you have TV, video games. There's There's not as many options to... Like just put on a podcast and do something. Yeah. Um, for me, I've still been keeping up on them just because I listen to it while I work out. And then we also, Corey and I, there's a few podcasts that we both listen to so we can listen to those while we work. Um, so I guess it's just different lifestyle. And I guess you're, you're also still working from home though. Yeah, a lot true. of people are just laid off. That's true. Like and, if you weren't working, you would probably be playing video games or mm-hmm. watching TV. Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, um, we, like, if I, I couldn't listen to podcasts at work before, now I can. So, <laughs> so I'm actually doing better. Um, but <laughs> I think we need to actually get together at some point and talk about what kind of strategies we can do to um, grow the show. Because I'm, I, I don't want to just go, you know, like go post Reddit threads and stuff. So we'll figure I something told out. You, I told you how to do it. It's a calendar of us. <laughs> That's actually not a bad on idea. Reddit threads. Yes. Hey, if we all get in shape, maybe we could. <laughs> I think it's better if we're not in shape. <laughs> there you go. Um, another of my goals was to finish every mainline Final Fantasy, not counting the MMOs. Um, I have played some more Final Fantasy One, so it's not like I haven't done anything with that. Um, but it's like I've also all these games have came out, like Rich was saying, and I've also been like trying to catch up in Grandia. So, well, seven is also. Would you consider the seven uh, remake as a mainline? I mean, 
I think I would. Okay, then you're fine. Yeah, still working on it. <laughs> I'm really close to the end of FF1, though. It's just uh, I'm trying to get through those stupid bonus dungeons. Um, another goal, don't buy games until it's time to play them, except steelbooks, because i got a lot of steel steelbook. <laughs> I think I've done good with that. I have not done that. So uh, I did buy Persona 5. I thought I had a steelbook, and we plan on starting that as soon as we get done with the 7 remake. So... Um, and then the last one for me was get outside my gaming comfort zone. Um, and by that, I meant like play games. I normally wouldn't like, uh, action games and, uh, stuff like Witcher. Uh, I've not done that. So I'll put that as a failure so far. So for me, I think it's been decent, like not total success, not total failure, but so far I'm like, pretty happy with where we're at uh, obviously the wedding potentially getting moved off sucks but you know it's kind of out of our hands so and then yep. uh for bill i wrote down what he said in his tea time on that episode uh one he wanted to keep his wife and kids happy he told me off air that uh he has succeeded at that and for now i feel for like now. I, sure. <laughs> I feel like i need to talk to his wife and confirm that uh yeah i was about to say how about we uh how about we ask them that? Yeah. He said he wanted to get a Switch. He did do that. So congrats, Bill. Check. Um, he said he wanted to do one golden year game a month. Were you guys on Alundra uh, in January, Rich? Do you remember? Yeah. So he yeah. beat Alundra, and he's on Grandia too. So he, he's not stuck to the one a month, but he's doing okay, I guess. And At then, least I finished it. I finished Grandia. Yeah. Good job. Too. Yeah. yeah how about that <laughs> and um he also said he had um some secret work-based resolutions and obviously that's a secret so <laughs> um so i mean overall how are you guys feeling about where you're at with your resolutions i'm feeling good i am yeah i'm not disappointed i i wish i was um being a bit more active uh which I initially was the before um, the stay-at-home orders happened. I mean, we were going to CrossFit classes four or five times a week. Um, yeah, but you know, now that we have the stay-at-home order, gyms aren't open. Uh, you can only really go out for essential items. It's just been harder for me to actually go and be active. Like I just feel tired all the time, mainly from the lack of everything. But also, it's been really cold here still like we just got snow the other day and uh th yeah. today's a lot nicer but i think uh that long winter depression was kind of hitting us for a little bit but this ne next 10 days of weather forecasting is looking promising though hmm. and how do you feel about it rich um i mean i haven't failed on mine yet to to an extent, but you know, <laughs> it does suck. <laughs> uh, the Corona stuff does put a damper on pretty much everything yeah. uh, for everyone. So, well, I just know that there's going to probably be a lot of babies made once this is all over, like a lot of nope. babies born. Uh, -uh. uh, not for you. It's okay. We know, uh, Corona there's going to be, that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think it'll happen for Scott either. For some reason. No, no there's going to be quite maybe. a few, we'll maybe <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about that one then Scott. Um, <laughs> You know, it's just, I'm playing a lot of video games. I am getting cooped up in my house. I'm getting 
little stir crazy on things. Um, I, I'm one of those people that it's like, okay, I just need to go out and do something, but I can't, I'm starting to have dreams about being with friends and open. <laughs> it's, I had a, I had a nap yesterday and I dreamed about hanging out with my brother and sister-in-law and all the kids and stuff. And I was like, that's weird. Um, that's been the hardest thing for me too. It's just not seeing yeah. my, my buddies. Yeah. It's just, you yeah, can't do anything. Um, thank God for Xbox or for PlayStation, you know, live yeah. and stuff. So we can play games online, but you know, Imagine if we didn't have that now. Right. Yeah, that would, that would be awful. No, that would be the worst thing ever. I don't um, think that people would have been able to stay indoors if we didn't have this kind of technology. No. It just, you know what? Screw it. Mm-hmm. Let's just go. Um, so, well, well time to pandemic. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, I don't think everything's going to go back to normal and, you know, <sighs> take it day by day, guys. Well, all right. So, I think that we should, um, in another three or four months, revisit this again, see where we're at. Um, sure it's a good filler topic too so probably fat by the time that happens but you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay and we're jumping in here real quick uh i'm adding this little segment in uh during editing but basically uh i went and checked with some of the listeners that submitted resolutions at the beginning of the year just to you know see how it was going for them i've got a, a few responses here so let's see um Got to pull up the file. Okay, so Angry Ass Black Dude said, I want to beat at least five turn-based JRPGs I've never played before. Um, and I asked him how he was doing on that. He said, so far, I'm on track to reach that goal. Uh, I've beat Paper Mario, Legend of Dragoon, and Fantasy Star 2. Not sure what turn-based JRPG is going to be next. All right, so he's at three, three out of five, making good progress there, man. Um, and those are all great games from what I know. I know Paper Mario is. Um, Disa said that, uh, my, so my bullet journal isn't set up yet, so I don't have all my goals, but I do plan to set up a list of some games that I want to beat this year for sure. In terms of the amount, I've set my goal to 30 this year. I also want to progress the list, of course, or lists, I suppose. (laughs) Too true. Um, and so I asked her how she's doing on that. She said, well, my progress in games are ahem, abysmal. I did really well at the start of the year with my prioritized games. I'm thinking to at least get the last part of Zelda Link's Awakening done and map out the rest of a small dungeon crawler. So far this year, I only finished Alundra from the list, but I'm getting close on Grandia 2. Also, I'm 70% into FF2. I've been into Treasure Hunter 6 and playing Tecmo's Secret of the Stars in FF6 too. As soon as material lockdown is done, I'm going hard in for FF6. Flex emoji. Other than that, I've beat six games this year so far, so a little behind on that goal. Hmm. You can make it. Uh, the thing is, she always, like, uh, basically plays, like, ten games at once, so <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that she's a little behind. But uh, as long as she keeps trucking on games she's playing, she should get there. So good luck, Disa. Uh, finally, Soda X Bread. He, I think that's how you said it. <laughs> Soda Cross Bread. I don't know. Uh, he said he wanted to finish more RPGs that I start on stream. Nocturne, I'm looking specifically at you. Checked in with him. He said, I uh, haven't finished a damn thing. <laughs> uh, get on that then. <laughs> but it happens to all of us. The quarantine has just fucked our shit up. So yeah, uh, everybody, thank you for responding. And uh, let's get trucking on those resolutions. Um, so Bill actually gave us a tea time this week. Um, so I have, so he had actually, he actually gave us two. 
Yeah, I've been like trying to work on the side. He gave us one of these while we were recording, and so I've have been trying to get that going on the side, and it should be good. So uh, we'll just listen to them back to back, I guess. Uh, let me find the intro here. And now it's time we join an old friend once again. It's tea time with Bill. Hello and welcome to this week's Tea Time with Bill. Yes, I'm back, guys. <laughs> now, uh, it's a bit up in the air what the guys uh, were going to be recording about. They were debating whether to do the FF7 remake or um, I think Kingdom Hearts DLC. Sorry if that's spoilers, Scott, yeah. and we weren't supposed to say it yet. Anyway, um, nope. So i am not got much to say on this week's subjects because I don't know what it is. <laughs> if it is FF7R, I've only got one question. What's um, what's Aerith like? You know, we already talked. I heard about a that. dodgy rumor that she might cuss and curse on occasion. But, yeah, um, yeah. I've just not seen much of her sort of personality traits in the bits. She's a bad seen. girl. It was hot. So, yeah. What 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 is Aerith like? Is she is she like um, as she was in the original, where she's kind of like um, quite you know strong, had a tough upbringing, girl. You know, she looks pretty meek, but you know she can really handle herself, sort of thing. Or um, have they gone full, like, you know, she's really sort of like meek, calm. <laughs> I'm glad they were so, the yeah, just Interesting what your thoughts yeah. are on that. She's, she's a, a dancer. No, she's a dancer. This year, uh, this year. Uh, I am, I've almost finished my review planning for Alandra. And I have now started, because um, I have a guest lined up, I've now started trying to plan when we can record that episode. So hopefully Yay. it won't be too long until Alandra comes out. Uh, as for the other Golden Years game, um, I think we all know Rich has finished uh, the Grand Dia 2 experience. Oh, yeah. And I'm very, very annoyed that he just plowed for it. But, you know. <laughs> Me too. I uh, can't be helped. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I am now playing Grand Dia 2 myself. Uh, I've been through most of the beginning of the game. I reckon I'm about a quarter of the way through. Um, Elysi has me at uh, 33%. But, you know, the end, the beginning of these games tend to go a bit quicker than the end games because the end part of the games get a bit, you know, the dungeons get bigger and, you know, it's a bit harder. So, you know, I expect it'll take me a bit longer once I start getting towards the end. But so far, I'm very much enjoying the game. I don't like the combat as much as I did the first Grandia. Like really? the, uh, the um, spell animations are even slower, which is a ma- yes. massive pain. Well, and, we're going to talk um, about that. Um, but, you know, it's still quite enjoyable. You just hit most things until they die and then just, you know, conserve your MP. Get to a boss, realize there's a save point where you can recover all your MP just before the boss, and you shouldn't have been conserving it so much. And then just go into the boss and just plow it with magic until it's dead. That's how the first one works, too. <laughs> and that's how you oh. beat any Grandia game. Yep. Having not played Grandia 3, I can't comment, but I assume it'll be just the same. Um, and yeah, it's a bit strange with the old mana eggs. Instead of sort of, you know, people being able to, like in the old game, you could buy. A school of magic and then you'd have to try and level it up and this one you just have an egg and then you gradually earn magic experience points while fighting you, and you, then get you just coins. give that onto the egg it kind of feels cheaper than the last game if that makes sense it's um you don't you know i don't feel like i'm getting as much reward you know one of my complaints about grandia one was that the um uh, leveling up your magic was a bit of a pain because you had to use it to, you know, you had to use it to level it up, but then it forced oh, yeah. you down that route of using it. Whereas so far, I've just managed to pump everything into my zap spell, and my zap spell just absolutely destroys everything. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm good at cheating games like that. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I've managed to cross the, the giant fissure uh, despite having a mild accident. I've got to the next town and uh, I'm currently uh, dungeon diving into an area where there's a bunch of giant eyes that seem to be making people sleep and have nightmares. I love so, that part. That's good fun. Uh, so I'll let you guys know how I get on with that in the future. Uh, but yeah, that's it from me with the tea time. Uh, so back to the guys and um, whatever they happen to be talking about because they wouldn't let me know. <laughs> and Jay will Never. like this because it's just about four minutes long. All right. Thank you. I'm, wonder I'm wondering if I should be playing Grandia 2 as well. You guys seem like you're having a good time. I love that game. Eh. Uh, eh. You do Except that. Rich. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. No, I mean, I liked it. I have some gripes about it. Yeah. That magic system that Bill mentioned in the first one, I, that's my least favorite thing about the game. I hate the way you have to use it to level it up. But Can you play it on Switch? Yeah, they got the uh, collection out there. Uh, both games were like $20, I think. So, um, And then he sent us another one, like I said, uh, once he figured out we were talking about resolutions. So let's see. I got a Switch, bitches. <laughs> I was wondering... <laughs> I was wondering why that was uh, three seconds long. I was like, what could he have possibly said? <laughs> Congratulations, Bill. About time. So, yeah, we'll uh, wrap up there. Did he get an actual switch or a switch light? I think a light. Oh. He got the gray one. Oh, like, the a, bitch now? like a pleb. Hey, now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's move on. Okay, so next week um, we will be doing the Final Fantasy VII Remake Review Part 1 in which uh, we'll discuss... We should, probably pick a, we should probably pick a cutoff point like up to when uh, what we will talk about. Okay, um, what would you guys say like the, the first half of the game is? Maybe, I have no idea. Maybe we could say up to the end of Wall Market? So I'm a little reserved about that because I'm pretty sure whenever we talk about like the last five chapters or the last three chapters, it's going to take a lot longer than the last, than the first. Okay. Know, well, we can decide off 15. there. I don't really care where we cut it off. So, okay. Um, so we'll be discussing at least like the first big chunk of the story. Um, what else do we need to go over here? Uh, so, also, as a gentle reminder, Material Lockdown is still going. Uh, and I think we still have a month or two, a month and a half, some some amount of time to still get in there, start your lockdown challenge, and just bull, uh, bulldoze your way through Final Fantasy VII with whatever constraints uh, the glorious Twitter bot gives you. Um, so that you can go to materiallockdown.com to find out more about that. Um, if you have the funds and are able to in these trying times, uh, we definitely would appreciate if you donated to the cause that it's created for. Cool. Yeah, materiallockdown.com. And so uh, also, guys, we would really appreciate it if you would go and rate and review us on whatever podcatcher app you were using. I say it 
every week, but like it really helps the podcast grow and it would help us meet one of our resolutions that we just talked about up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we want to know what you think. So go on there and give us a good review and let us know. And if you want to talk to us, we do have a booming community on discord channel that we'd like to get more people on there. We have a lot of discussion. So definitely check out the discord link in the description of the episode below. We do tweet that out every so often. Uh, so definitely join in on the conversations. Cool. And one more reminder, we do have a Patreon, uh, all kinds of awesome benefits, early episode access, ad-free episodes, uh, video versions when that actually works. Um, we got aftercast bonus episodes. We've got extra non-RPG reviews. And there's even more up there that we don't mention every week. But go check it out. Patreon.com slash RPG after years. All right. And then we did talk about feedback, rate and review us. But if you would like to give us some critiques, definitely can email us that feedback, questions, et cetera, to rpgafteryears at gmail.com. We do look forward to seeing that. Haven't got much of it through the email, but still, it's there for you guys. Yeah. Um, and if you want to reach out to us and talk to us personally, um, a good place to do that would be Twitter. You can find the show's account at RPG Years. And then you can find me at the Scott Spot. Me at HailBlue1569. You can find me at J-A-Y Hizzle. And then you can find Bill at Matunica. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed and look forward to catching you again for episode 13. We'll review the remake. And until then, I'm Scott. I'm Rich. And I am J.D. Hizzle, your third host, Hizzle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time for more of the RPG After Years. Later. Bye.